Hey folks, it's Kristen with Holistic Home and Lifestyle, and I'm really excited about today's podcast. Um, it's a topic that's been building in my life for apparently my entire life, and I didn't realize it, and I'm, I don't know, it's like everything going on in the world, you know how you're on a path, right, in your life, you're on this path, And all these twists and turns and things you learn and hardships and everything, they're leading you to a specific destination, a purpose for your life. Or maybe, you know, yeah, okay, yes, we'll go with that. So it's leading you to (laughs) this purpose for your life. And, um, And then you start to see all these pieces of this puzzle come together to form this like central thesis will say. And uh, it's not necessarily the end point, of course. I'm only 39, so hopefully we've got a lot more learning and all that ahead of me. But um, I, gosh, I'm just having some some really cool realizations. It's, it's, it's really a combination of everything going on in the world. And I'm telling you, this pertains to you too. This isn't like, a, oh, about me podcast. This is definitely about you. This podcast is very specifically for you. Um, so... Ah, there's this mosquito hawk thing in here. I gotta get him. Anyway, sorry guys, distraction. Um, that was a paper towel ripping. You're hearing it all because I do not have my... I don't like this guy in here. Okay, anyway, so I've been listening to some other podcasts and I've just been like growing so much in certain areas and I'm looking back over my life and I realize I've always been kind of a rebel. Like, I've always questioned authority. I've always, um, to, like, my parents' detriment, you know? Like, it wasn't probably fun raising me because I always, I don't know, stood my ground. um, Stubborn, maybe a stubborn child who questioned authority, who did not want to do homework, did not like school, did not cooperate. And you know, as an adult, I ended up going to uh, community college for a number of different things and, and design school and wellness certifications, all of these things. Like I've done a lot of studying, but I never wanted to be told what to do or when to do it or how to do it. Or, you know what I mean? Like I'm very much of the belief that we're all unique individuals and we all function in a very specific way and God created us all differently and so the way that I function the things that I'm passionate about the way that I focus all of these things are so much different than the way many other people do it and in school it's very like one size fits all you know I hate math I'm never going to be good at math I have no desire to get good at math like I understand its importance but also my husband can do math and there's a calculator nearby or I can draw it, write it out, you know, get an abacus for if the grid goes down, I guess. I don't know. Honestly, is working an abacus even that easy? I bet that is a lot. I've never, I don't, I mean, the addition part, sure. But what, I mean, I don't really understand them fully. But like I said, numbers, those things kind of, I'm not into them, not into it. So I was always very rebellious in school, stubborn, didn't want to be told what to do, didn't want to listen. And while that was not necessarily fun for my family or for my teachers or anything like that as I was growing up, it really did serve me as an adult who was never going to just go along with uh, what I'm being told without asking questions. 
Um, if something doesn't feel right to me, I'm not going to do it no matter what. Like, for instance, suffocating myself with a mask. Like, I was never going to do that. You know, I think maybe I tried. I think I tried when, um, I, like, the pandemic first started or whatever, and we all thought it was something real. And I got kind of, like, this rush of excitement, like, ooh, I'm venturing out to the grocery store, and it's so dangerous, but I'll wear this mask, and it will protect me, you know, or what? That's <laughs> so ridiculous. Uh, so, but ultimately, like, it was suffocating me. It was causing anxiety and it made me feel sick and weird for extended periods of time after I took it off. And it was never a mask. It was always a bandana. And, um, so I just was not willing to do that. You know, no, like I don't follow group think I don't, I'm very open-minded. Like I'm very opinionated, but I'm also open. Anyway, it's, this isn't about me. This is about how these things all came to serve me to be this person who opts out of basically like the mainstream ideologies that we're all trained to follow, right? The work nine to five that you're miserable at, do all of this, get married, have kids, uh, retire at this age and die. Watch TV on your weekends, just sit around, be pacified. Like that was just, it's not me. It never was. I was never going to fall in line with that. There's no way that I could ever have fallen into that trap because that's not who God created me to be. Um, so I'm sorry, I have this like nose tickle. I, um, I don't know. So anyway, I'm, I'm starting to think more, uh, in actual, like, I don't know. I guess everything is that, that I, all, like all these choices, all these thoughts, these things that I'm saying right now, these were all subconscious things that were taking place in my life. Right. And I'm thinking more on a conscious level putting things into words, trying to articulate, um, that I have inadvertently chosen to opt out of these social structures and you can too. I recently was just at a bookstore. Where was I? Oh, I was at Zia Records. It's a, like a old used book record movie place in Phoenix in case you're listening from somewhere else and I don't know if it exists anywhere else I have no idea but it's just kind of a small business and I I walked out of there with three things Brave New World by Aldous Huxley They Live and a book called The Secret History of the World and if you know what any of those things are they all have a very specific theme they're all about they, the they, controlling us, right? And the things we don't know and the way they manipulate and control us. Um, And I didn't do it on purpose. It's just (laughs) what I was drawn to. I mean, given this time in history and life, like it makes sense. But I just thought it was funny when I walked out of there and I was hoping that the person checking me out would recognize it and be like, oh, I'm sensing a theme. But no, they didn't. And uh, they had no idea probably what any of those books or movies were. So, uh, I, sorry, I got a little bit off track there. So I got these books. Um, well, yeah. And I've just been, you know, thinking about the way that they, they have us trained as a population, right? Like everybody is trained 
well, they're trying to train everybody. And then there's the few of us who have opted out and said, no, I'm not going to live my life like that and found another path. And I kind of touched on this in my last podcast where people always, it's scary. It, and and the, the other path, quote, is not without sacrifice. Um, and it's not easy. It's taking some daring steps. It's venturing outside of the norm, taking risks, you know. And so a lot of people don't I don't know exactly what it is. They don't want to take the risk. They don't want to take the responsibility. And so they make excuses for why it's easier for other people. But they could never do that. And I just want to say, and I did say on my last podcast, I know that this is not true. Everyone's situation is definitely different. Everyone has, there's nuances, right? Everyone's got different uh, nuances that they would have to, no path is, no two paths are going to look alike, right? My husband and I, we don't have kids. I never wanted kids. I love kids, you know, other people's kids, my nieces. I love, you know, if they wanted to come live with me, that's cool. They're at a certain age now. I'd allow it. I'd love it. You know, I think it's really important to bring kids up right and to give them the guidance and the education that they deserve. That's, you know, growing like school. It's just one of those social constructs, going to school and sitting in a class for eight hours a day, or I mean, I guess probably six hours, whatever, doesn't matter, never worked for me. And the things that I learned that have been useful in my life, I learned after school when I got to choose for myself what I wanted to learn. So much of what I've learned and so much of my education, I've spent thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars on were... um courses that I've bought from other people like Dean Graziosi, Tony Robbins, um, an entire certification that I did for wellness coaching, you know, going to a trade school for interior design. These things I've chosen to spend my money on and have been the things that I've really ended up using in my life versus sitting in school and learning to be a good obedient uh, slave pretty much. Which is what I would not do, you know, for instance, my husband thinks this is embarrassing, but I don't care. I never wanted to do homework. I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to spend my time after school doing homework. I'm pretty sure I probably lied about if I was doing it or not. And I never turned homework in. They're like, why aren't you turning in your homework? Well, I didn't do it. I didn't want to do it. I had other things I wanted to do with my time. And so my parents got to chose to uh, hold me back, got to choose to hold me back in eighth grade. So I did eighth grade twice. Now, some of you may be thinking, oh, what an idiot. But I doubt it. Because you guys know me. And you know that I'm a critical thinker. I'm not an idiot. I just wasn't into it. And yeah, back then, I think, oh, man, people probably did have a different idea about it. But I think now a lot of people are realizing that schools are just indoctrination stations. And I didn't want to be indoctrinated. And I didn't want to live my life the way they were trying to train me to live my life to sit in a cubicle all day long. I'm a free spirit. I just am. I'm a Gemini. I'm air, I guess is the thing. I don't know how much I really subscribe to all that, but it's pretty right on about me (laughs) as a person. Like I, they call it ADHD. Um, I basically just, I have so many interests. I do have a hard time like honing my focus. And that's something that I've really worked on, uh, just trying to get better at. Um, 
yeah, I think a lot of us have a focus issue. A lot of we all think that we don't have enough time in the day, but really it's that we don't have a clear direct focus in our lives or even just moment to moment like hey this hour I'm gonna spend getting this done or whatever you know what I mean I digress anyway um we can all opt out of these social constructs is really where I'm trying to loop back around to there really is so much to touch on on the subject uh but I just okay so so I want to encourage you to start honing different skills. I think that's a really good first step in opting out of social norms. I was recently listening to a podcast and I'm sipping my coffee right now. That's why I'm taking these pauses. I hope you're sitting around and sipping some coffee too or watering your garden or doing something productive while you listen to this, going for a walk, whatever. But I really want to get you thinking about how you can opt out of this slave, unfulfilling purposeless world that they've tried to guide us to. And they really do want to keep us, they want to keep us down. Like if we are all, I know this sounds, it can sound to certain people like, oh, they, who is they? And they want to keep us down. Oh, you know, it just sounds so, it's all been said. We've heard it too many times. It's, it's over, overused. Um, but it's so true. It's really sad. So for me, my life currently looks like doing a lot of different jobs, wellness coaching, getting a website, a membership website for people interested in um, becoming healthy kind of home steaders, homemakers. You know, I want them to get their home. I, I hesitate to use the word homemaker because so many people, this feminist movement, this movement that's there to take us away from this fulfilling life where we have more control and more independence into a slave life where we depend on convenience and we stopped being homemakers. Okay. So that's what I was going to say. I was listening to this podcast and she was talking about, um, how she liked to listen to the messaging of the sixties when they started telling women to, you know, stop being homemakers, basically like you're falling behind the times. The newest moms are doing this. And it was all about the convenience things like convenience foods and all these things that pulled us away from having connection with our food, with our family, and got us more out into the world, um, you know, working and sending our kids to schools and daycares all day rather than homeschooling them. It was, it was like a very, (laughs) what's the word, triangulated attack on just humanity as a whole like if they could get the women out of the homes eating these phony foods and depending on ease and convenience and away from labor hard labor yeah but it kept us in shape it kept our hormones in balance because when we're using our bodies and we're um, being physically active we're releasing certain hormones and we're you know we're producing other hormones that are balancing everything out we're staying in shape, we're staying fit, we're in touch with nature, in touch with what we're doing. It's like connection, right? Connected to what we're doing in the world. Uh, they wanted us detached from all of this, from God's 
purpose for us. They wanted the women working and the children in school because how can they train your children up to be obedient slaves of the system if you had control of them and over what they learned all day? So I hope you can see every all of these thoughts I was circling and <laughs> coming together. It's kind of how I talk, um, especially when I have no notes in front of me and I'm just like off the cuff coming on here because I was thinking about all of this and I'm just like, ah, I'm so passionate about it. It's coming out of like all directions right now. Um, so yes, so they want to, they've been, they've been working on this for, for decades, right? controlling the population through, you know, indoctrination and and teaching us all of these things and convincing us that we're not enough unless we're outside of the home. And um, I think that there's a huge movement right now to get back to a simpler time as we watch everything moving at the speed of light towards complete slavery and abandonment of the natural world. uh, We feel many, many people feel this very real desire to get back to something simple, to more connected peace, quiet, gardening, growing your food. For me specifically, foraging for the foods, the the local native foods that people have been eating for centuries out here before gardens and all that were a thing, before, you know, industrialized farming I just think that there's so much to learn from the past. We've pushed forward and we call it progress. And what it's done, all of this progress, all of these industrialized revolutions um, have just made us sicker and the earth sicker and people lazier and more detached and more, oh, it's so sad. It's so sad, honestly, like it's so sad to look at where the world is and where people are right now. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to say other than that. It's just like so disturbing and I have absolutely zero desire to live that life. All I want to do is raise my garden and my animals, live off the land, have my little small businesses where I can make money. I don't owe anything. I'm not in debt. I don't need massive amounts of money to enjoy my life. Yes, I enjoy going out to dinner. I enjoy traveling. I enjoy all of these things. And I, I, but I don't want to have to go to a job that I hate all day, every day, that stresses me out, driving through traffic that I hate to make this happen. And what I know is I don't have to. I just have to make certain sacrifices, and I have to be strategic about where I spend my money, how I spend my money, how I make my money, um, and just maybe opting out of certain things that aren't really serving me in in any way anyway. So in any way anyway, that's funny. Um, like subscriptions to Netflix or things like that, you know, do I need that? Is can is that fifteen dollars a month gonna save? Can I can that go to something else? And then you know if I've got another subscription to another thing, it's like picking and choosing what you're spending and canceling all these subscriptions that you're not using. But I've got a subscription to Marjorie Wildcraft's Grow Network because I love to learn more about herbalism, about gardening, about all of these things. Like I put my money into things that matter. These things are consumable. 
either mentally or physically, like herbs and food and things like this, but do I really need another, I don't know, fill in the blank, you know what I mean, another shirt? Do I really need another? Uh, so, So while I have not perfectly mastered all of these things quite yet, I'm really into the capsule wardrobe, really getting into the capsule wardrobe. When we moved, I got rid of so much of my stuff, but there's a ton of clothing in storage right now, but we live in an RV right now. So, um, you know, we can only hold so much, but every so often I get this, Oh, I, I, I like that shirt or I need this or I need that. But what I'm really into is finding some key pieces that I can piece together mismatchy and have different cute outfits, but it's just so small. And I can repair these things if I need to with, you know, a needle and thread. Like I just sewed hand hand stitched some curtains in here because I was like, oh, I don't want to go use this sewing machine. Gosh, it's getting warm out already. Today it's supposed to be 91. It's pretty crazy. Um, It's just a heat wave though. It doesn't get 90s quite yet in Arizona. It's going to be back down to the 70s in a few days. Uh, Just for anyone who's like, oh... Arizona, please. It's awesome out here. Everyone's moving out here and it's kind of unfortunate, but I get it. It's free. It's a free country out here for now. Don't get me started on all that. Anyway, um, so back to opting out. So I just want to get people thinking about honing certain skills that allow you to take your power back. Okay. So I just bought some books Wild Edible Plants of Arizona and Southwest Foraging. And I also have Medicinal Plants of the Desert Southwest and Canyon West. And um, these three books combined are really great for knowing exactly when, what I can harvest, when I can harvest, how I prepare them. And that really excites me because I am really looking into doing this and spending a lot less money on food at the store. Also, Along those same lines, gardening, of course. But I like to be prepared for multiple scenarios. Like, you never know what's going to happen in the future. And in Arizona, we are often faced with droughts. And if the deep state gets what they want, they talk a lot about cyber attacks and, oh, the power grid and, you know, the water supply. They would love to shut that off. I mean, if indeed they really want to kill millions of us, that's one quick way to do it. So what if we don't have a lot of water to water our gardens? Well, all of these plants that I can forage in the desert grow without water. They're they're used to this climate. They produce fruit and um, they're really like regenerative because if you think about it, it's not sowing a bunch of crops in one plot of land and then um, harvesting them all. And then it's just this like, depleted soil it's like it's dropping its leaves all the time it's dropping its seeds its flowers it's getting rain animals are passing by they're you know using the restroom (laughs) above the root system and this is natural this is how nutrients uh circulate it's like a circular economy of nutrients so it's not stripped and depleted so going out to and finding these fruits and harvesting them and cooking them is something I'm very interested in. And I think that there's something to be said for um, going out into the wild or even into your garden and picking fresh what you're going to prepare for dinner. 
I mean, tell me that doesn't appeal, appeal to you in any way. Because it sounds so amazing to me. I just, I love doing it. I love the idea of it. When I was in Oregon, oh my gosh, all summer long, that is what I was doing. And it's just glorious. And um, so that's the kind of lifestyle I really want to live, right? Where I'm eating fresh. And not to mention the fact that nutrients start depleting from foods as soon as you pick them. So the fresher the foods you're eating, the more nutrient dense they are. And don't get me started on the whole topic about how depleted everything is now anyway, because I've gone off about that before, so I'm not going to touch on that here, but it's true. And so it's like the more we can do for our health and wellness and, you know, getting more nutrients in our life, the better. So a garden is just good on so many, on so many levels, but also foraging in the desert. Okay. Now what else can you learn to do that will allow you a little more freedom and independence, you, you know, sewing, knitting, hand sewing stuff, using a sewing machine or just doing it by hand, right? You can repair things rather than throw them away every time, you know, you get a rip or a hem comes loose or whatever. And if you make a habit of just, there's always that problem where you just throw it in this pile of like, here's what I'm going to stitch up and you never end up doing it. But if you can make a habit of actually doing it, that's great. And then it's like, what ways can you make money? Like maybe you're really good at sewing and you can start your own little like side hustle at home where if people who are doing something else, they're busy, they're working all the time. That's what they choose. They've got all kinds of money. I don't know. You know, I'm just, I'm throwing ideas out there. It's a, it's a jumping off point. You can, you can stitch up and repair their stuff. Maybe you can knit blankets and sell them. Maybe you can knit cast iron handles and sell them you know, to go over the handle because it gets really hot because I have that issue. I was just thinking I need those. And you can make um, beeswax cloth coverings for the food instead of plastic wrap. Or maybe you're into herbal medicine or soaps or lotions or I'm just, I'm, <laughs> I'm honestly like naming things that I do and that I like to do. Uh, not so much the knitting. Never, never. I do not know how to knit. But, um, but yeah, like, and make money these ways. Cleaning house right? Helping people declutter, helping people in multiple ways and diversifying your income. And then maybe you can't just quit your job right now, but maybe you could potentially go down to part-time and start doing something else. Maybe maybe you can't do that yet. Maybe you have to start um, a side hustle while you're working full-time, right? These are the sacrifices I'm talking about. And then as soon as that gets going and people start hearing about you, you can scale back at work. I know everyone always thinks about healthcare, uh, health insurance, health insurance, health insurance. I get that. Whatever. I don't know. I I've never had health insurance. I don't have it now. I'm not particularly interested in it. I know that if you don't have health insurance and you have an emergency, yes, it can be very uh, hefty, but I also know that they give huge breaks So I was just talking to a person at my work whose wife just had a baby and they didn't have insurance for her. They didn't have insurance. He has insurance for himself, but there was no coverage for her or the baby. And they opted into this baby package thing and it cost them $3,390 to have an entire baby. Okay. If they had, he told me how much it would have cost 
if they hadn't opted into this package. I don't know what it all was. I'm just saying they cut you massive breaks if you don't have insurance. Every time I've had to go to an urgent care for something, I don't have insurance. I get like 50% off. So it's not, I, I haven't found, and I'm not saying I never, okay, here's another example. My friend Brandy, everyone thinks, oh, well, what if I get cancer? What if I get cancer? A friend of mine got cancer. They have insurance. She could have gone to Cancer Center of America or whatever it was and gotten on chemo where they told her that she was just basically going to have to do treatments for the rest of her life. There was no curing it. Um, Maybe they can get it to stop growing. Well, she didn't do that. Instead, she found a way to get a ton of money to go to Mexico to get cancer treatment, okay? These were sacrifices that needed to be made. This was other people chipping in. You know what I mean? This was like a group effort, community. Like, she wanted to actually heal. Well, excitingly, her cancer marker numbers are going way down with this treatment that she's doing, which is all natural. So there was really no point of her having insurance for that because the insurance doesn't cover natural treatments because natural treatments work and they want it's a sick care system people I do agree that there are times especially with a broken bone or you know that western medicine has its place but western medicine does not cure disease or anything for that matter they can fix a broken bone They can do emergency surgeries. They can prescribe antibiotics or put you on like emergency life-saving treatments in the hospital, right? That's that's absolutely, there's a place for that. 100% agree. But if you're talking about healing something, Western medicine is not the place for that. So I just want you to think about like, is insurance the reason you are a slave? Because they've... What do you really think about insurance in the first place? Is it a scam? Have you ever paid insurance your entire life for something and never needed it? Thousands upon thousands upon thousands of dollars that you paid over like the span of years to never use it? Sound familiar? Yeah, there are those times where you need it for sure. I agree. I do. But I'm just trying to get you thinking. Like, what do you really believe about insurance? And is your belief about insurance based on what they quote unquote tell you? Or is it based on your own personal experience? Um, I just want to encourage you not to base every decision you make in your life and your whole life on health insurance. You know, I don't know. That's just me. Like if it were up to me and I had to scale back and I was like, I want to, I want to follow my dream. I feel this is my calling and my purpose, but I've got kids and I need, I need health insurance. So I just have to stay at this like horrible job. Like I'm not going to base my whole, I'm going to, I'm going to question that. I'm going to sit and I'm going to logically think about that. And I'm probably going to take a leap because I know myself and that's just what I do. Um, yeah. So honing skills, making decisions, Opting out of social constructs, societal constructs that they've created for us to keep us slaves. I was also listening to a podcast where this, uh, I think I might have brought it up in my last podcast. This girl was saying that, um, I'm sorry, I'm going to wrap it up soon. I'm really, this whole podcast was really just trying to encourage you to 
yeah, break free, break free. But okay, so I was listening to this podcast where um, this girl was talking about, you know, how a car, like having a car payment, you know, buying this car you can't afford and having this payment was something that like the bosses liked or something because it kept you basically like they knew you weren't going to leave this job. No matter how miserable you were, you need the job because you need to make the car payment. And so it's it's a debt-based system, right? As long as you owe, you're going to keep working these jobs and you're going to stay in your place, basically. You're going to stay in your place that we've decided you need to be. Where you make minimum wage or just above, but you can never get ahead, but you're paying all these bills because you need this new thing because the commercial told you so. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Having no debt, getting out of debt, being strategic about your spending, being strategic about like all these are all I'm telling you, I kind of named it. Get the Dave Ramsey books, you know, I, I, I've never read them. I haven't. I have them, but they're in storage right now. But I've heard great things like Dave Ramsey's books about, you know, getting out of debt and all that stuff has helped people tremendously. And so I would highly recommend it because I've, I've never, I've always heard great things about those books, which is why I bought them. But um, I currently don't have debt and I don't want debt ever. So my whole goal is to never have debt again. Um, yeah, because that's just, it makes you a slave. I mean, it's, it's a system. Like think about how genius it was for them to create this whole, it's just, I mean, the amount of thought that, and I just posted this video today. Well, it was basically from the 90s and it was talking about um, everything going on, like a pandemic in the in 2017 or 18. Well, it was a year off, but it was talking about by 2030, they want the world's population reduced down to a certain amount and all these things and the fluoride in the water and the chemtrails in the sky and making us systematically like sickening the whole planet and just like plans that have been in the works and passed down to these creepy brainwashed Satanist elites over time, these people that no one's ever voted into office and people that were voted in or maybe just stole the vote. It was all fake elections. Who knows? I'm just saying question everything that you've been taught, everything you've been told and start like really thinking about it. Like, what are you seeing with your eyes? You know, in George Orwell's 1984, it says the party told you to deny what you saw with your eyes and believe their lies, basically. The party would be they, right? The they. And that's what they're doing right now. They're telling us to ignore the fact that inflation and gas prices have been rising since, you know, Biden got into office and canceled the Keystone Pipeline and, and took away our energy independence. Ignore that. That hasn't been happening. This The prices just started going up because of the Ukraine war and the food shortages. Ignore everything that's been going on this whole time with all of the shipping things and all that stuff and know that the food shortages that are coming are just going to be because of Ukraine. It's like, think about things, right? Open your mind. Do you really need to live this life that they designed for you? Or can you live a life that God designed for you? I don't know. I hope I got you thinking about this. I mean, I know that there's a lot to unpack here and I really, I didn't get into any specifics of any kind or any real tactical steps other than telling you to think and question. 
and really do some soul searching and see, sorry, <laughs> I don't know why I just decided to water a plant in the middle of doing the talking and recording this podcast. I forget you can hear like everything that's going on. But anyway, I, I'm hoping that you, this has you thinking. Like you can absolutely live a different life, completely free and outside of this creepy new world order that they are engineering for us. So uh, take that with you through the day. And um, if you want, I'd love to hear what you think about it. You could comment uh, on the podcast show notes and in, in, um, under the show. I think you can, well, you can leave a review, I guess, and you can comment uh, on your reviews. That would be great, actually. Some reviews from you guys. <laughs> sharing it with your friends. Um, you can visit me at holistichomeandlifestyle.com. You can always send in messages there and, um, holistichome at protonmail.com, I guess. Yeah, that'd be great. All right, guys, I got to get to doing stuff. I got a lot going on today, but, uh, let me know what you think and I will talk to you again next week. Okay. Bye.